Lights. Camera. Box office continuation day. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. I was very excited about the box office. You know, we talked about this, and then I was all like, yay, box office, summer, popcorn. Hot like the disappointing results of the summer box office. I need you to roll this intro. <laughs> I like popsicles. I like popsicles. Canadian bacon too. Summer box offices on the way. Canadian bacon too. I know. I don't even it's... know half. <laughs> really? I don't know half these movies coming out. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a dump movies somewhere this uh <laughs> this box office. welcome to cinematic everyone with your host with the mostest uh that's me jonathan Gondois, with my uh co-host uh, who is the prettiest goth chick around rick acevedo i don't know i'm trying to make it be a goth chick what are you talking about i was about? trying to make you the lydia to my beetlejuice uh okay which i think is very sweet okay i uh, i yeah, I can see that now that you actually <laughs> said it. But when you implied it, it's something fell in the translation, bro. <laughs> Great Welcome animated series, another... though. Greatest animated series of the 90s. Maybe not. But uh, it was, I do love I do love it. But welcome to another great episode of Cinemagic, where we are now talking about our summer movie preview. Woo! Woo! Uh, yeah, so this week we're actually just going to go over some of the movies that we're really excited for this summer. Some of them have already come out, and we'll suggest to, we'll give you our go and see it or not see it or whatever can that can we're trying to do. Talk about Mortal, but, Mortal Kombat? I know that was your favorite. Oh, yes, that was technically a summer movie, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that, that was. Oh. Well, excuse me as I, I now leave and drink my sorrows away. Anyways. <laughs> I want to start out with excitement. These are the movies that Rick and I are actually excited to see this summer. Mm -hmm. So listen in, maybe you have some of the same views with us and you want to see these movies too, uh, or you know, maybe you want to learn a little more about them or maybe you'll discover something that's coming out that you did not know. But yeah, we're just gonna kind of bring our excitement for the movies into Woo. this one. And Rick, are you excited for some of these movies that are coming up this summer? I am excited, very excited. I'm so excited. Okay, that's even I just can't hide it. And I know, I know I'm about to lose control. And I think I like it. And I want See, it. you're saying that as someone who may have had a sad view on life and may need someone to come in and really up their life. And if you just said their name okay. three times, yeah, would be happy to do it. <laughs> yes, but in this case, it would be the fabulous Pointer Sisters who came up with that song. And, and, and it should be an anthem for excitement. Shout out to Anita Pointer, whom I got to meet in LA a while back ago. Wonderful lady, wonderful lady, fabulous exhibit at the Hollywood Museum. So, if you haven't seen it, go out there. So, shout out, we'll be in Hollywood soon. Maybe, maybe not. But, anyways, projects coming on. But, uh, <laughs> did I say too much? I should have. I have to No, keep you said it around. just right, man. No, we, we, we'll be there. You, you're, you don't know what we're going to be doing until it comes out, and then you end up loving it, and that's fine. Um, but, um, yeah, we're so excited. 
We just can't. Yeah, and I and I truly cannot hide it. Just as I am for some of these movies <laughs> coming out this summer. Right. So really, what we're gonna do now is we're just gonna take a look. We'll be talking about movies, maybe generally in the in the weeks they're releasing, but we may skip around a bit. But we're gonna try our best, right? We're gonna tell you what the movie is, talk a little about it, and kind of let you know the release date. Now, most of these release dates are gonna be US based. We know we got international listeners out there. We love you. Some of you already have these movies internationally, uh, and some of you won't, and some of you may see it sooner or later. So, but these are based on US release dates. Yes. Just to let you know. That's right. So, so cool. Right. So, I'm gonna start off first, because, you know, I like being first in everything, everything. Uh, even in the bedroom, but my partner keeps beating me. Anyways, since I like to be first. What? <laughs> oh, God. Come on! It's a podcast. You. I know. I said watch, nothing. You watched the filth, Larn and Filth. Uh, speaking of filth, I'm going to go out to the shout out to the first one for my man, Chris Rock and Spiral from the Book of Saw. Mm -hmm. Now, I am a horror fan. I'm gonna say that, I'm a huge horror fan. I am not a Saw fan. I'm a horror fan, but I am not a Saw fan. I do not like Saw. I barely like the first movie, but I like the fact that Chris Rock saw this franchise and kind of wanted to take it on his own and bring it in uh, and see what he could do with it. Mm -hmm. So Spiral's actually gonna be my first one coming out. At the time of this recording, Spiral has already come out. You can see reviews on it everywhere. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, I'm not gonna spoil it or anything, but I love Chris Rock and his turn and all the different things he's doing as an actor from Fargo to now even taking horror franchises. He takes a little comedic in there, but he brings a new type of atmosphere to the Saw franchise that wasn't there before. And what I can say is that they take some of that convoluted backstory and kind of throw that out and kind of give it a fresh start, which I think was uh, really needed. Uh, so I'm gonna give it up to Spiral. Book of Saw as the first one I want to see. Chris Rock helming it. Uh, you know, black actors got to stick together. Loving it over there. So, uh, Rick, I, do you have any interesting man, Spiral? You stole mine. Um, because I think Spiral, from what I understand based on the reviews that I've read, it's basically almost kind of like a restart, which is great because the problem with a lot of, of films like Saw is the first one you know, and maybe the second are usually pretty good, and they can tighten mm -hmm. they can tighten up the story pretty neatly, because you know Jigsaw was a pretty interesting character and everything. But when you have like eighteen more freaking sequels, like you know Halloween or or all these other films, mm -hmm. it, it does convolute the backstory because you keep adding to it. You know, there's like, oh, but wait, no. Jigsaw was actually Jigsaw's uncle. Jigsaw, uncle Jigsaw. <laughs> and it's like, give me a break, man. I really don't need to see all this crap. I, I just, because yeah. then you're making me think and I don't want to think. So, mm -hmm. um, I want to see it because of that. It's, it's, you know, it's basically from what I understand a reboot done right and i love chris rock i'm a huge fan of his been a huge fan of his since his early days in saturday night live that dude is freaking hilarious but incredibly talented and has unbelievable depth so that's a big yes for me i want to see um spiral from the book of saw i think it'll be yep. great All right. 
So. All right, good. For the Cinematic Podcast, I mean, Spiral gets two thumbs up. Go and check that out. All right, Rick, what's another one? Give me another movie, another good movie. Uh, I'm hoping are... it's good. I don't it, know. It doesn't happen. I, I don't know if it's good. It's action, and it is my... You know, it's one of my favorites, not because of the profundity of the of the story, but because I love cars. That would be um, Fast Nine. That's an I, I saw the the uh, the preview for it, and you know, the family gets together again <laughs> for another yeah. job. Why? The family. Because my family, my actual brother, John Cena, wants to destroy everything. <laughs> um, look, it's a Fast and Furious movie. Fast cars. Probably some shooting. It's got John Cena on it. Um, I've got to say, quite frankly, I'm impressed at how he has evolved as an actor. It, as just from a wrestler to an actor and actually being, you know kind of funny in a lot of the stuff he does like he's kind of a funny dude he's kind of a good comedian uh so i don't know that he's supposed to be a comedian in this you know but i i definitely want to check out fast nine because i love cars and car stunts it is not a thinker movie so please everyone get over yourselves it's not gone with the wind it's fast and the furious Understand what it is. Watch it for what it is. Appreciate it for what it's not. <laughs> family. Family. Fast Night releases June 25th. And I'm going to say this. Um, I would rather go and ride the Universal ride uh, again for Fast and Furious rather than see Fast Nine. Uh, not because the movie Fast Nine will be bad. Uh, and not that the ride will be better. But... I think the Universal ride in its four minutes, probably four minutes, four or five minutes, perfectly encompasses the Fast and Furious franchise. You mean uh, underwhelmingly? <laughs> overwhelmingly. Oh, the massive confusion and convoluted mess that is that ride is... <laughs> and the see, that's the thing. Is I always tell everybody, if you're watching a Fast and Furious movie, you can't really expect a story... It's about the cars. If you're a car oh, yeah. lover, watch it because you're a car lover and you want to see a fourth Thunderbird flying through the air. It through the air. It is a cool visual. That's I, it. It was great no. visuals, and that's why that's I it. say the ride, man. The ride goes crazy. All of a sudden, you're in some fast cars. You see some other fast cars. The rocks on a tank. Vin Diesel's, you know, taking a helicopter out with a uh, uh, with a with a car you know what i mean with the old el camino he takes out a helicopter crazy stuff happens people are filming through the skies it's it's insanity in the when ride did you think when did you think in your life that an older el camino like even an 80s el camino because the uh, earlier el caminos were cool would be a cool thing when it takes out a helicopter thank you there you go yeah when it takes a helicopter you just, you just sold it <laughs> and they're street riding a, a wrecking ball right uh, and if that sounds interesting to you, then you're going to love Fast 9. Fast 9. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> also, but also, wait a minute, I have to say this. If you're a person that cares about family, and you want to take your family to see Fast and the Furious, because you think it'll be a good family movie, go for it. <laughs> I have to say, yeah, I... I, I 
I have seen, I think, almost every Vin Diesel movie there is. It's hilarious because I don't really like many Vin Diesel movies, but I've seen them. Did you ever one. see? Did you ever see his breakdance video from where he was like 13 years old? That's great too. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, so uh, the family drama in the cars were fast night. To me, again, if you've gone to the Universal ride at uh, an Universal Studios in Florida, if you've gone to that ride, the Fast, the Fast and Furious ride, uh-huh. and that appeals to you, you're gonna love Fast Nine. If you have no interest in Fast and the Furious, go to Universal, go on that ride. It will tell you everything you need to know about Fast and Furious. It's like watching all the Fast and Furious movies at once. It's amazing. It's amazingly great. Yeah, so, you might uh, you might get I, emotional COVID from being on it, but it's okay. <laughs> and, and and if you come back and and then you're on, uh, you're giving reviews, going, "Hey, I went to a theme park ride. It made no sense. It was convoluted." Blow things are happening everywhere. There's random stuff about family. Uh, oh, what is this? And I'd be like, welcome to Fast and Furious. That's exactly what I wanted you to get. Wait a minute, John. Hold on a second. In the ride, they're having an awesome party with cars and everything because it's normal to do that. And yes, it's also normal for the police to want to bust in on that because they're never, like, they're never invited. It's all about family. But how in that story, in that five minutes, does that party get back together at the end? They go right back to that party at the end that has been busted up by the FBI and people have been arrested. They go right Isn't back it to obvious? that party at the end. Isn't it obvious? They go right back. Isn't it obvious? They left the radio on and the music spoke to their heart. <laughs> that's that's what has to feel. You legit, you legit thought I was going to defend that shit somehow, right? You were not... Get your breath. Get now, your breath. <laughs> I, some of our international listeners have already uh, probably gotten to see Fast and Furious. It doesn't release the U.S. for us until June 25th. Uh, but internationally, it's already out. China, I think, already has it. Some other places China already has, have it. Yeah, so, big time. Yeah. yeah, so you may have already seen this. So you know, for us, though, it's still anticipated. We haven't seen it yet. I hear there's some crazy things. They may have actually done something with space because, you know, that's what I've heard. <laughs> So, I'm gonna say this: I loved Hobbs and Shaw, so I loved I loved the spin off Fast Nine. The, the, the fact that um that the mother is there, um Helena, what's her name? Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. That right there is he, reason enough for me to want to watch them because I love Helen Mirren. She's fantastic. Oh yeah. So I love Hobbs and Shaw. It was a great '80s action movie in the contemporary age because that's I think it was a great yeah. '80s buddy action movie. Buddy cop. I, yeah. I really love buddy cop. Uh, so Fast Nine, we'll we'll get to see where else it goes, and I think there's more spinoffs in the works. So uh, I can't <laughs> can't wait to see what what this franchise brings. Well, there's up. there's Fast um, Ten, then there's a spinoff which is called Furious One, then there's Furious Two through Seventeen, and then there's Fast and Furious Furious Fast, which is going to be yet another one, and then there's Furiously Fast. Furious, Fast Furious, Furiously. They're great. They're a million spin-offs. And then there's also uh, I, that, that one in Tokyo. I think eventually they're just eventually going to call them like FF something and then they're going to cross with the Final Fantasy franchise with <laughs> video games and then they'll just have like wizards. In it. I think that's really where this is going. Fast and Furious. And Diesel loves Kingdom Hearts. Plus Diesel loves role-playing games. So Fast and Furious and Final Fantasy crossover. That's where the next one's going. That's my guess. Exactly. Exactly. 
I did hear actually there was a report that came out uh, not too long ago that they said Jurassic uh, World was looking to do a spinoff of the final uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. So really, who knows what's next? Oh, good. Okay. Hundred percent. Who knows what's next? <laughs> so we tune in for this craziness. Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> what's your next film, John? So my next film, um, I have to mention it. Uh, just because these two, uh, this one's already came out. We mentioned it in our, in our past one. It's Cruella. Uh, it's the Ooh. Disney film. We have it behind you. Uh, it's only because um, I actually don't want to see this version of the movie. I want to see Zack Snyder's version of this movie, uh, where he takes a very dark and gritty overtone of Cruella and how puppies used to just torture her when she was young. So the reason she wants to grow up and get puppies is to get back at her tortured childhood right um mm. where they like beat her and all the stuff so i want to see the Zack snyder version of cruella so we snore the jack snyder cut of cruella that's what i'm going to try to get trending there's an actual um Zack snyder cut of cruella because that that no i'm just i'm i want the the dark and grimy version of cruella that's what i'm asking yeah for, i i i think uh no but <laughs> um yeah i'm actually eager to see cruella as well uh, it looks very interesting. It, it's just to me bringing that character, which was such a decidedly cartoony character, because that's what it was, mm -hmm. and it was a cartoon character in, in the original release and everything, and giving it its own uh, spotlight. I think is kind of interesting, and I I enjoyed the preview for it because I thought again there are a lot of factors and callbacks to the original 101 Dalmatians. Let's forget about the comedy ones with uh, Glenn Close. Um, so it will be interesting to see how that plays out uh, overall. I, would, I, I really am eager to seeing it. Now, uh, this movie is already out, but I do, I have not heard that she eats many dogs in this or many puppies in this one. And that does make me sad. So I do want, again, the Zack Snyder version <laughs> without, with her eating puppies. Uh. Well, the, the Zack Snyder version is going to have several cutscenes um to various funerals of people that you don't know or care about but somehow they mean something to cruella like uncle mike shared the bill um and this movie will be in black and white and i don't mean black and white i mean black and white like one half of the screen will be black one half of the screen will be white yeah it'll be black and white and then there will be cuts to the uh, to the uh, bars and code. Yeah, yeah. So that's a uh, that's that's what I can't wait. Zack Snyder version of Corella. All right. <laughs> Let's get that trending. Has but in all seriousness, hashtag long. Uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, I just want uh, I I I do like the Emma Stone is just getting to chew the scenery. I think that there is great when we can get more women villain characters on there just like Joker was huge, just like other things, to get these women villain time to chew the scenery and get their time in the spotlight. So Absolutely. I'm here for it. I'm all, I'm all yeah. down. I'm all down. Oh, I'm here for it. So Rick, give me another one that you also uh, want a Zack Snyder version of. Let's see. <laughs> see, unlike you, I am not a glutton for punishment, so I do not want a Zack Snyder version of anything. Not even my... Not even... I don't even want a Zack Snyder version of caramel corn and i love caramel corn jonathan i love my cracker jacks and all of that and i don't want anything Zack snyder related near them mm -hmm. so um 
one that I'm looking forward to is um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And the reason why I want to see that, A, the Ten Rings have always fascinated me because they're, they've actually always been um, more related to the Mandarin, at least in the comics and stuff like that, so I'd like to see. And it's also a different kind of superhero. It's not as big a name within the Marvel franchise as your Iron Mans and stuff like that. So I think that that particular film is is a nice departure. It still gives you your Marvel fix, but it's a nice progression from every known superhero out there that's mm -hmm. known, you know, like really known where everybody can just look at it and say, oh, that's Spider-Man, oh, that's Iron Man. No, no, you know, you don't... Right, really think about this particular hero. So now it's like, okay, cool. Like that's something new, you know. And I'm gonna say this: unlike another Marvel movie which I saw the trailer for, I'm actually more excited for this one uh, than the other one. I won't bring that up here. That's a whole different story. But oh, I, I do feel, huh? We're gonna. <laughs> no, it's, I, I saw the Eternals trailer, uh, and it didn't excite me. I'm gonna be oh, honest. Eternals. Eternals I have not seen that one. Yeah, it did not excite me. Because just like we talked about Saw and this convoluted, I hate, I hate, I hate when franchises start bringing in people. This is why I didn't like Captain Marvel or anything else. Going, oh, no, no, no. Secretly in the past, there was these people doing these things. And I'm like, no. If you didn't mention them, they weren't there. I'm, I'm over that. Move forward. Let's not move backward. Because then we have to ask a lot of questions. And my first question is, Eternals, why'd you let slavery and the Holocaust happen? That's my first question. So I'm not with you. I'm done with you. Uh, <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> saying to you, actually want to see. I'm with you on that one. Uh, some people have been saying, I'll have very Black Panther vibes. That's not what I'm interested. I love to see kind of the martial arts Chinese state, especially if they get the martial arts part right. I'm a big martial arts fan, and I can't wait to just, instead of seeing sky beams all the time in these Marvel movies, I'm happy to see some good old street level punching, and I'm super excited for it. I'm hoping this is what I wish Iron Fist was in the old Netflix movie, so Hadouken. the old Netflix show. Hadouken. <laughs> but you know, because uh, I really hated Iron Fist, uh, the Netflix show. So I'm really hoping this I, kind I'm of feels. I'm pretty that. sure that a lot of people are with you on that one. Yeah, there yeah, were things. I, there I, were I, things that were cool, but yeah, yeah. When you have a no, guy I, playing Iron Fist, it's like I have the fist every ten minutes. And he's going like, to throw a punch. He didn't know how to throw a punch. I'm like, it's... dude, okay, you have the fist. What are you going to do with it besides continue to say that you have it? Because it's really annoying. You know? The second season did get better with Colleen and uh, Missy. The end; those were great. And the iron, iron guns, the iron, the uh, the gold guns was kind of cool. Guns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all those were cool. That second season cool, but uh, first season him himself he was the worst. So saying, I really hope actually gets this martial arts feel into Marvels that they've really been missing. Because uh, I know Black Widow's technically a martial arts character, but again, we haven't seen her movie. We'll talk about that later yet. Mm. So this will be kind of our first real like martial arts theme. A superhero movie, and I can't wait to see it. So I'm super excited for that. Yeah. No, I'm not. So, oh, I guess it's me, and I'm gonna go next with a surprising pick that some would say if they see me. If anybody knows me, I'm not a big musical guy. I do like operas, and I do love theater. I just don't like musicals. So musicals are something I don't like. 
With that said, I'm excited to see In the Heights, which is Lin-Manuel Miranda's uh, Broadway musical brought to theater, not brought to theater, uh, brought to film, film yeah. about his time growing up in Washington Heights. I'm actually really excited to see this one. Uh, it's one that maybe a lot of people don't know, but you know, they got a lot of people in it. Uh, John Smith. Chu from Crazy Chan, Jimmy Smith, Mark Anthony. It's gonna be a good fun time. So I'm super excited to actually take a look at this one when it comes out. Well, I think uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, he's such a such a cool character. I mean, he you know, incredible work with um, uh, Hamilton, you mm -hmm. know, did, incredible. but also was somebody that could go mainstream. He was a, a voice in um, Ducktales. He was uh, Fenton, you know. Yep. I, I mean, I, I've met Lin Manuel Miranda before. I'm just gonna say that, but in passing. Uh, back when I used to uh, go to grad school, I actually met him. He was doing some stuff at our grad school. Have some pictures with him. He's a really cool, down-to-earth guy. Yeah. At the time, he was still just doing acting. This is before Hamilton, even before Washington Heights, uh, when he was still doing his uh, scene and run on House, you know, and everything as well. He's a really cool, humble guy. Really cool to get yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a fan of really even local stuff and likes to put people on. Uh, so he's a person who knows how to make something independent struggle with that and make it big. So I also want to support him back because he supports his friends and everybody else in getting that push from independent Absolutely. to big. So. He's great. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm 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 really excited. I'm really excited for this one. And I and I let me be a change. People be like, you you don't like musicals, but I'm like, yeah, but people can bring me around. He's it just it just depends. It, it depends on who's doing yeah. it. That's the thing. Um okay this is my turn. All right. So the film that I want to watch uh, for me, personally, would have to be the one, the only, Suicide Squad. The latest uh, version of Suicide Squad. Wow! I love... I, I, I don't know what that sound was. <laughs> I, I have no idea what that was either. Um, <laughs> kind of disturbing, though, bro, to be honest. Now, <laughs> um, the reason why I want to watch Suicide Squad is because there's a, there's a fondness the Suicide Squad in my heart I think they're very reverent characters um, it's it's basically they're you know they're not heroes but they're not really villains they're you know and you got a great cast and quite honestly seeing uh, John Cena basically be like the most annoying character there but at the same time being like the funniest in a lot of ways and all these other character i think it does the original suicide squad it like it re helps it recover you know mm -hmm. um yeah. you know but i mean of course i'm basing everything on the um preview True. that i saw and the trailer that i saw so it could be that it's another train wreck don't know that let's see but i'm eager to to watching suicide squad i if this podcast was around during the time when Suicide Squad came out. I think my problems with Suicide Squad would be longer than our episode of Jack Snyder's Justice League. And I have way more to say about it. I hated the first Suicide Squad yeah. so much. Uh, so much. Especially because of the potential that it had. The actors were great, but that story and the editing were straight garbage of the way they put it together. And I know the studio interfered and had a lot of stuff with that. And I'm actually really interested to see David Ayer's original cut of that original film. That's probably never going to be released. But with that said, I'm excited for this one because it looks like James Gunn uh, 
knows what to do with it, and the studio's gonna let him do it. Uh, so it looks like they're gonna think, bring the level Guardians. and have a lot of fun. Yeah, mm. th think Guardians of the Galaxy, but in Suicide Squad form. Yeah, and I, it's something I can't wait for. And I also especially think since Zack Snyder will not be involved in it, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm harping on Zack Snyder on this one, uh, <laughs> that the dark and grittiness that that universe was trying to set up is now gone, and the fun that, that we can have is actually gonna come together. So this is what looks like to me gonna be a fun movie. This comes out August 6th, which also comes out on HBO Max. So I'm super excited that I can see it without waiting for it. But this is also one I probably would pay on VOD to see uh, personally, because I'm super excited to see his take on this. The previews look hilarious. They look so much fun. I can't wait to see uh, all, all of them, from Nathan Fillion to everybody there. And I can't wait to take bets to see who survives the whole movie or not. Uh, you know, making drinking games on it and stuff like that. I just can't wait. I, I honestly can't wait. This is a super exciting movie for me uh, for there. So uh, again, uh, I, I think we'll probably do a podcast on it when it comes out. I just really think that that's, that's how big, I how much I want to see this one. Yeah. yeah so, so I'm with you there. Uh, we're both on the same one. Uh, and speaking of being on the same page, uh, one sh movie that I used to really like, and I know you like too, Team America World Police. And I don't know if anybody else has seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you haven't seen it, it's one, it's, it's such a good satirical movie. And so on June 30th, another movie's calling out called America the Motion Picture, which looks <laughs> exactly <laughs> in the vein of that. So our international listeners out here, I think you'll really like this one because it's supposed to take a lot of shots at Americans. Uh, and, you know, I think that's always fun when we look at ourselves and take ourselves down a peg. And it looks really funny. It's a good animated, as we've been talking about animated movies, a good animated funny movie about America and its founding. And it is not taken seriously by any stretch of the imagination. So, <laughs> I mean, it's cool so because that's kind of the way that America was for the last four years. <laughs> I went there. It, it really has that view if that, like, it really has that view, and in a funny, good way when I say this, right. that if Trump went to go and make back and make, like, this is how America was founded, with all the exaggerations you could think of, that's like this movie. Uh, you know, like <laughs> T-Rex gun-wielding freaking founding fathers, you know? Uh, just the ridiculousness <laughs> of that. Uh, so this is what I'm really, like, looking forward to, because I think it looks so fun. Um, uh, Will Forte is in there, and Will Forte, Annie Sandberg, a bunch of comedy people are doing voices. Chris Miller and Phil Lord um, are the producers of this one, so they've done such things as the Lego Movie and a lot of other things. So is this uh, film, film going to be Juge? Uh, I'm sorry. Is it going to be Juge? You know, Juge. It's going to be big. Yeah, it's going to be Juge. It's going to be, be Juge. Awesome. Yeah, I, love uh, I can't wait. Channon Tatings even in there. Uh, he's voicing uh, George Washington. I think I think it's <laughs> gonna be a really fun movie. Uh, it's the sausage party of the summer to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, or the Team America World Police. So uh, that's that's my next excited one. Have you heard about this one, Rick? I have not. Now I'm gonna look it up because I really want to watch this because I think it's great that. We have a um, a biographical document of the last four years. <laughs> uh, yeah. so, uh, I mean, you know, we had idiocracy too, but um, mm -hmm. to have to have films that you could basically these films sh should actually be put by default into the Library of Congress. 
Um, cause it's true. <laughs> it's all true. I can't wait for this to come out, and then in about five years from now, Fox News be talking about, as we can see from American the Motion Picture, this is how George Washington uh, crossed the Delaware. Well, hold, becomes- hold on a second. They already do that without that. We don't need to wait five years for that shit. Fox News. No, no, just, I know, but you know. In, in five years, they'll make it as truth. They'll literally true, just say this true. was how it happened based on the movie. Yeah, that's, that's uh, also fine. But, but it's fake yeah, news. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if, any, if anyone's getting offended about this. Then um, I don't apologize to you, nor do I care about your opinion. So that's why. So now I'm going to say about that. It's my damn right to say it. So please, by all means, if you don't like what I just said, go fuck yourself. Thank you. Uh, all, right. <laughs> all right. With that said, give us another one of your movies. <laughs> with that non-controversial statement, the thing that I want to watch next is. Um, Space Jam Legacy with LeBron James. Oh, that was going to be my next one. It's going to be be my jam. And here's the reason why. I love the first Space Jam. Look, it's just a cartoon movie with um, live interactions. I think it's great. I don't know if they're going to feature Pepe Le Pew on it. um, Just because some people are offended at the existence of Pepe Le Pew, which I, you know, it is what it is. But mm. I know that um, all the main characters, like Lola Bunny and all that, are going to be there again. And uh, it's got LeBron in it. And, you know, LeBron's at a point now where it would make sense for him to do a film like this. You know, he's got, he's got that sort of Michael Jordan air, in a way. Mm. No, no one's Michael, obviously, but you, you got LeBron. Um mm. And it's just a cool callback to the to the nineties, I think. And and I and I love the original one. It's a fun popcorn movie, basically. That's what it is. You know? Yeah, and, and I agree with you. And and I understand some people's problem with this. They're throwing every nostalgia property against the wall. Blah blah blah. Yakety smackety. I get it. But I want to see my Looney Tunes play basketball. Okay, I'm I'm gonna see this. I've been missing it. What I, what I am missing from this, and I understand because the last person who did a theme song for Inferno Down to be a horrible pedophile, but I need a cool theme song for Space Jam. Besides, I believe I can fly. Oh, welcome to the Space Jam. I guess that wasn't made by R. Kelly. But I need another cool song as welcome to the Space Jam. I can't sing anymore before we get, like, blocked. Mute it. Mute Copyright strike. Immediately. We don't, we don't, we... Um, let me just say this. In no way, shape, or form, for everyone to understand this, do we endorse R. Kelly, nor are we down with him, okay? We're saying, very simply put, we hope that the soundtrack will be as good. Yes. I Believe I Can Fly was a great song by a horrible person. Yes. We and hope Welcome to Space Jam is maybe, a jam. Maybe... Maybe this will have some great music. Um, we're hoping for that. Yeah. Maybe that's you know. Maybe somebody will 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 retouch the song and be like, I don't believe I can fly. <laughs> I don't want no one touching anything that R. Kelly does. Let's just stop touching things, right? <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to touch anything having to do with R. Kelly, and that's a whole different conversation for a whole different podcast for a whole different. <laughs> era oh my god we don't want to get trapped in this closet all right 
<laughs> but I, 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 I'm a huge Looney Tunes fans, and I know this especially, uh, maybe internationally, but I know if a lot of my Latin American and Caribbean fans growing up, Looney Tunes was huge. Minority fans, they know this. Tweety Bird was everywhere. Uh, you know, Tasmanian Devil. I, I have a lot of nostalgia for Looney Tunes and Looney, uh, Looney Tunes properties, and I'm glad they're kind of making this comeback from their HBO show to getting Space Jam back. I love the Looney Tunes characters, so I'm glad to see more of them, honestly. So I can't yeah, wait to see that, here, too. Same here, man. Same here. Well, so right. my next you, buddy? One, yep, my next one is because I am a person who does like uh, knights and swords and shields and all that. The Green Knight that comes on July thirtieth, right? Ooh, heard a lot about um, that. Yeah, Dave Patel stars in this one, but it's a uh, he starts a Sir Gawain who has to. He's part of King Arthur's court, but he has to go on a quest to get rid of the land of fearsome creatures and eventually prove his mettle against the Green Knight, right? So it's one of those. It looks dark. It kind of looks brooding. It looks uh, uh, exciting. Uh, and I love things about King Arthur and his court. So I'm super that's, excited for the. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right. So my next one is a callback to my own childhood. And Jonathan, I think you'll probably agree. Um, this is one that was supposed to have been released in 2000, either late 2019 or early 2020. It was Disney's Jungle Cruise. Um, mm -hmm. I saw some previews for it. The Rock is in fine form here. Um, you know, I love The Rock. Shout out to The Rock. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. Um, <laughs> and in this case, a pretty damn good movie. Um, just because I used to love the Jungle Cruise ride when I was a kid, it was a lot of fun. So mm. I look forward to seeing this, and I think this is kind of cool because it takes another classic ride. Um, but I think that they have probably gotten better in terms of actually making that thing work, that particular, um, overall idea of turning a ride into a film like they had done with with uh, haunted mansion but a different story i think jungle cruise has a little bit more to it so i think jungle cruise will be a fun movie that's the one that i'm looking for oh that's and i i i agree with you i'm looking forward i i watch every rock movie i like the rock the rock yeah. The Rock is me and The Rock. I love The Rock. So. He's a cool um, dude. <laughs> I'm going to see it. Uh, I love Jumanji when he redid it. So I feel like this is Jumanji, the Disney version. So let's just do that. <laughs> I thought I thought in both in both uh, Jumanjis, he was great. I mean, in both, yeah, in both I, the ones that he did, he was just... Dude was freaking hilarious. It was. I, I, I'm, I'm a real enjoyment of The Rock. So Jungle Cruise already has it just because of star power. This is an example of star power selling the movie. I see a movie with The Rock in it, I'm in. <laughs> like, I'm like, let's do it, baby. Family. Uh, Family. <laughs> one of the last ones I'm going to talk about is actually, uh, before we kind of do a rapid fire, because I know we're getting there, is Candyman. Uh, this was supposed to release during the pandemic. This has been pushed back like all movies so many times but i'm so looking forward to nia da costa's retake and reimagining of Candyman. told you i'm a horror fan 
So this is going to be on my list. I cannot wait to see this one. I've been excited for it. I've seen so many previews for it. Uh, I, I I feel like I've talked about this movie probably before. Uh, but with all the pushbacks, it's hard. Because now mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, at this point, I just want to see it. I just want to see it. Uh, but it, it really looks cool. I, I love... Um, it has Watchmen, which was such a great show. Rick and I have talked about Watchmen Love on this podcast. Love that show. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Yeyo uh, Abuli Mateen III, who's starred in Watchmen, uh, he is taking the lead role in this. It looks to be fantastic. It looks dark. It looks gritty. It looks scary. Oh, man, I cannot wait to see this retake on Candyman. Uh, it is a cult classic movie that I loved as a kid, but this one looks like instead of taking a cult, they're they're taking it like kind of seriously, making a good big budget movie of it. Uh, and Jordan Peele, I believe, is producing this one. So you know uh, that way, I know it got some pedigree behind it too to really make it work. Yeah. Um, for me, and this is an animated one, and I, there hasn't really been an animated film that I wanted to watch for a while, but it is uh, Spirit Untamed. And the reason why I want to watch Spirit on Tam is I am an avid horseback rider. I have been for years. And I used to have a horse that looked exactly like Spirit when I was a kid. Um, so it, it, it sort of reminds me of that. Plus, it's always good to see a little heartwarming tale of a, of a you know little kid and their horse and everything. So I'm looking forward to Spirit on Tam just from that angle because I love horses. Basically, that's it. You know? Personal reason. <laughs> oh, I get it. Uh, it's the personally why I'm going to be watching Beckett. Uh, it's one that stars David Washington. So, uh, you know, um, he starred in Tenet famously last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let Tenet, uh, if you didn't like Tenet or whatever you felt about uh, Tenet. He was, he was the oh, only good part about Tenet, quite honestly. Tenet, really, you, yeah. Yes, I I agree. But I'm just saying, don't let that be on David Washington, who is actually a really good actor and can actually play a lot of roles. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, it, it's one of these manhunt spy thrillers, which I'm also down for. Uh, <laughs> but he's going to star in a little, a little more slimmed down than Tenet, which was also a manhunt thriller, but not as much craziness as Nolan does. So this should be taking a uh, David Washington. So if you liked him in Tenet, taking him in... Uh, some of the, you know, manhunt thriller without all the craziness that Tenet was. Uh, so I think it's going to be enjoyable. I think it's going to be good. He's playing a tourist in the Mediterranean. Some things happen and go crazy. Uh, and then it goes. This one is doing produced by Netflix. It is supposed to be out this summer. But as always, things may change. So if you're like, he said Beckett, but it, it didn't come out change. this summer. Yeah, things can always change. But it's supposed to be out this summer in August, but I'm super excited from this. You can watch it on Netflix. Uh, use a VPN provider if you are international, uh, and you can see it in the States. The last one that I have, and this is actually a shout-out to Ali, is The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, I thought Ali didn't like scary movies. No, she is super scared of The Conjuring, but cannot look away. It's sort of like a train wreck, um, <laughs> which would explain pretty much a lot of The Conjuring movies, really. Um, <laughs> I've never seen anything get that much freaking steam. I mean, to have the, the entire Conjuring universe, I mean, yep. based on based on the, uh, on the Warren family and their may or may not have been truthful adventures... Um, not truthful adventures not truthful adventures yeah. you could see their museum right there in florida uh you know it's kind it's of a uh, small crazy. museum uh yes 
you know, yes. also I take issue with the use of the word museum, but whatever. Um, <laughs> we can't control that. The reason, the reason why I want to see that is because it's just funny to me how everything always goes back to normal in the end. And also, I love the fact that part of the title is The Devil Made Me Do It. I just feel like that's true. I just feel like, hey, um, let's get we gotta we gotta crank out a title. I mean, I can imagine the writers, hey man, we gotta crank out a title. So what what is it gonna be? The Conjuring, like what 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 can we make this? The devil uh, made conjuring. me do it. The devil? No, that's too that's short. Just too on the nose. Too short. Too short. Uh, 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 let's see, The Conjuring. I. It wasn't me. No, that just sounds like, that just sounds like, you know, someone trying to get out of trouble. Alas, oh, I, I have it. The devil made me do it. That's why it wasn't me. And it includes the devil. <laughs> Cut it, print it, send it. $150 million guaranteed, baby. Uh, uh, <laughs> and yeah. it's probably will make some money. Uh, the shirts, the shirts are going to be great. You're going to see people yeah. wearing shirts say the devil made me do it. And then that's going to be I, a whole nother thing. Oh, my God. It's going to be great. That is true. I'm, that's going to be my excuse now. So uh, yeah. next time I'm ever in court, the devil made me do it. Uh, I saw the Conjuring movie. The devil made me do it. Uh. <laughs> no, but see, but then the question that any good lawyer will ask is, okay, clearly the devil made you watch that film because why would you anyway? But then the other question is going to be like, um, about the thing that you're in court for, though. Oh, no, no, the devil made me do that, too. It's, it happened while I was watching that movie because, like, I was having some very serious conversations with the devil <laughs> about doing stuff. <laughs> so, Rick and I are probably going to see this movie to talk to our dead mother, Allie, over there and tell her uh, uh, how the devil exactly. made us do everything. She's, so. she's going she's gonna, to she's gonna be like, you know, she's going to love it and not love it at the same time which is great because i think that's how we all feel at about the uh, conjuring films like it's you love it but you don't love it yep uh and i know we're there's a lot of movies that we have not covered we're coming to over time i didn't get to mention stuff like respect for marifa franklin coming out free guy uh old from and my Shimon. is that what it's called old yeah, or something else yeah I think old, yeah. So there's tons of probably that Rick and I are kind of missing, so I'm just giving a quick shout-out to some of them. That, that, that um, M. Night Shyamalan movie, man, it's going to be full of twists. Twists everywhere. And he's also releasing a movie called um, The Twist, which is about the dance, The Twist, where you see the twist when everyone does the twist. You see what I did there? It's all about twists. Uh, yes, yes. And it's supposed to star Chubby Checkers, but instead, everyone's playing chess. Bam, twist. Plot twist. <laughs> Mind-blowing stuff. <laughs> it's like that movie Glass that wasn't really about glass, but they had glass. Yeah. And, uh, the, and the glass uh, was uh, really the bad be. guy. But it's really because the glass itself has evil properties that make it explode. Shamalaman. Boom. <laughs> So those are some of really previous what we're looking forward to this summer. Uh, reasons why. Some good recommendations for you. Of course, we didn't cover every movie that's coming out. Um, there's more. There's some that we're probably just not interested or not seeing. That doesn't mean you shouldn't. What I want you to do is go on our Instagram or when you're reviewing us on Spotify, a podcast, wherever you're listening to this, 
tell us what you're excited to see. Uh, if you agree with us on any mm. of these picks, what you're, you know, like, yes, or what did we glaringly miss? Oh, we didn't talk about it at all. Black Widow. That's a glaring omission. Neither one of us talked about it. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> because, hey, we said this last week, though. Um, we didn't talk about it. Because it's lost so much momentum, we're not really even thinking about it. This isn't, it's like, it's not like it's 2019 or even, or even 2020, which was pandemic. It's just, we're, it's out of sight, out of mind now. And it was so long coming already that Black Widow movie should have happened way before Endgame. Uh, the fact that it didn't, and now that it's been delayed, I agree with you. It's one of those things that I've just literally just keep forgetting that it's coming. Yeah, I'm just, same here. I, it, it keeps getting pushed, and I'm all the enthusiasm and momentum for me is kind of lost. I guess we'll see as it's the next big Marvel movie how it's really going to do. Uh, but I don't know. I've just I've I've lost all like oh I need to see it. I, I honestly I honestly don't think it'll do as well, and it's not necessarily that it might be anything wrong with the movie, but again, like you said, it's lost steam. For one, and I think people want to see what what's next in the Marvel Universe. I mean, you know, there's still uh, Wakanda Forever when it comes out eventually, which I think the story, from what I've heard, is, is really touching and completely different. And it pays yeah. homage to, to, to Chadwick Boseman in, in a different way, which I thought was great. Um, I... I think the mistake here is really letting WandaVision and Winter Soldier come out and not Black Widow. I do think yeah. this is one of the first movies they should have put on Disney Plus before those came out. Because when you said what happens next in the Marvel like universe, I'm like, well, we had that. That's WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter. We've like gotten that peak. And so the Black Widow, who's a character who, spoilers for Endgame now, which is like so old, who is not around anymore. This movie just seems like, why Why is this here? Well, we it, I guess it was supposed to be a prequel that was supposed to explain her backstory, but in the way that it does that, I'm like, it already looks like she was a part of Marvel anyway. It, not a part of Marvel, but a part of, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. and all of that stuff anyway while in that prequel, so I'm just like thinking to myself that that's just, it feels... The way that it is, it feels somewhat forced, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm like I'm more looking forward to Loki the series than I am to to Black Widow. To be I, I agree, Loki the series. I'm looking forward to coming out with, and so that's why I think I, one of the reasons that we just missed it, and it was not on purpose. It's just it keeps coming out of just kind of the zeitgeist. Uh, so I think it's going to be very interesting. I know it's it's one we're supposed to be looking forward to, mm. but honestly, the the Disney Marvel series are already out. I'm more excited of seeing Loki. Uh, I, I, this prequel kind of thing is not really my jam. Uh, we're already going to get that with Eternals, which is going to retcon and go back and go forward. So I'm not really like we got it with Captain Marvel. I'm I'm already done with it. I don't I don't really you think you know prequels. I don't know. It, it, they only make sense in certain occasions when people are asking stories about, okay, so if, if these are sequels and what were the prequels like and what was the story like, I don't think this is something that people are asking about that particular character, and I, and I think that's where everyone's going to be like kind of indifferent about it, you know? Um, it looks and this, like was it, huh? this was supposed to be the bridge before the series and everything. Before we move forward... 
we got one last thing with Black Widow, and then we got the series, and then the new movies. Originally, yeah. that's the way it was. Yeah. So now that we've kind no. of gotten the series, I don't need the bridge anymore. I don't no. need Black Widow to bridge anything for me. I no, just I, I, I don't. I mean, and again, you know, you got the new Hawkeye series coming up after this, like toward the end of the year, so I don't know yeah. that I'm eager to see anything about Black Widow, but again that's just it is what it is you know uh I, if it's there i'll watch it you know if it's there in my in my streaming i'll watch it you mm. know but to go back to what we said last week i don't know that i'll be leaving my house uh that soon anyway so for for the, the theater experience so to speak so yeah since you mentioned that we should say that from all the movies that we've just went over uh, as you do soon preview, we just have to ask this right before we leave. Are there any of these movies that are going to bring you back to the theater? Is any of these movies you're going, this is the movie I have to see in the theater? Great question. Maybe. And that's a big maybe. Maybe Suicide Squad. Or Jungle Cruise. Yeah. One of those two. Suicide Squad is coming out on HBO Max. I would also agree with you, but I'm super excited just to see it at home. You so, see what I mean? It's just hard. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, hard. A, it's a hard question to answer, honestly. So, the only one, and I don't know if this is coming out on VOD, I'm going to check that real quick, for me, is America the Motion Picture? Nope, Netflix. So, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I think it's smarter and shorter. But honestly, I'm with you there. There's nothing that I think I have to rush to see in the theaters. All of these movies that we mentioned, I cannot wait to see. They're great suggestions for you. I want to see every single one of them, but I don't know if any of these are just pushing me towards the theater. Yeah. Um, you know one that would have never pushed me towards anything or you know, even my TV? Mortal Kombat. I would have demanded my money back, but uh, maybe Candyman. I don't know. We'll see. But thank you for being with us and watching our summer Just movie get in front of the mirror. If you want to see Candyman, all you got to do is close the bathroom door, turn the lights on, say Candyman three times in front of the mirror, and some really awesome stuff will happen. Hey, just like how we started. It's cyclical. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the cyclical nature of that, right? Exactly. So uh, we're going to forego our recommendations for this week because we just gave you a whole summer recommendations. We gave you a summer. A whole summer recommendations. As always, please, uh, on, to, on Tubi or Canela, check out our own projects from Boys School and uh, Searching for Bidic Bioli. We're also on Duya. That is out now, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're there. Uh, soon enough, uh, we, we got some projects in the pipeline that we're working on, and we're hoping to announce those soon enough. But besides that, we're, we thank you so much for being with us during these great times. Uh, please rate us on whatever you're listening to us. Review. Uh, give us those five stars. And also, go to Instagram. Tell Ali how you thought about The Conjuring and scary stuff for her too uh over there let's let's get her some scary memes over in there exactly. at Traskelion productions by the way uh for uh look for cinemagic as well you see us on there on instagram that's who you'll find us and if you're lonely in the tar pits and you want to troll remember we 
don't care. <laughs> so namaste, everyone. Namaste, Have a great summer. children. <laughs> Have a great summer. Have a great See summer. You. Hope you're growing the movies from Cinemagic. Cinemagic.